0: Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at stillpodcast or on Instagram at waiting underscore podcast or if you want to be featured on the show, maybe you want to leave a voice message, ask me a question, uh, give me a topic to talk about, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm forward slash Ernie, E-R-N-I-E dash Cornejo, C-O-R-N-E-J-O, or if you don't want to enter that address at all, you can just go to anchor.fm and look up Still Waiting Podcast. Enjoy the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. I'm your host, Ernie C., and oh my god, what a great week it has been for this guy I will say that it has been a fantastic week uh, I do want to start the show by apologizing for last week's episode because I forgot to mention that I It's because I actually I realized midway through the week like oh we're in the first week of February that means the open mic is this Friday so that was my bad I totally spaced it so, and I should have just, yeah, you know, I should have just freaked out. <clears throat> I did post a video up on Instagram stating my case, uh, but I did sign up for the open mic, but funny thing happened. A great thing happened because there was also a show that was going to be going on before the open mic. There was going to be a very well-known comic, apparently. His name was Gabriel Rudledge. He was doing a show, and I I mean, I emailed the booker. I'm like, hey, is there, I I would love to sign up for the open mic, um, but since I will be on that side of town a little early, is it okay if I show up early? And he goes, yeah, yeah, you can show up for the Gabriel Rudlitz show, and I'll comp your ticket. I'm like, oh, that's very sweet of you. Like, thank you. That was very, very nice. So come Friday morning? Yeah, it might have been, yeah, it might have been Friday, yeah, Friday morning. I received an email from the booker. And he was saying, like, hey, just so you know, the open mic is probably going to be canceled due to a staffing issue. But uh, I've been noticing you. You're very, very funny. And you've been coming to these for quite some time. And, you know, I, I know that you just started doing Comedy, but is there any way you would like to open for Gabriel tonight? Which is what I had brought up a couple of weeks ago when I was like, when you mentioned that to me, and I was just like, oh man, like when I read that email, I was like, oh my God, like I'm gonna get to open for this guy that's been on like Comedy Central and apparently like Fox and I guess is known on TikTok and stuff like that. And so immediately I responded, I was just like, yes. I would love to open the show. Would love to to do it. I mean, it would be amazing. Like I'm only a few months in, and I'm already getting an opportunity like this. How can I not capitalize on it? So yeah, I mean, he didn't he didn't respond. But well, no, no, he didn't respond. But in the email that he sent to me in the offer, he was like, "It's strictly a three minute set for you." And you know, I like I said, I've been noticing you you're very, very funny and I figured you could use the opportunity. I was like, absolutely. I will be there. I cannot wait. And so I was just so, like the look on my face on Friday, guys, you probably would have thought I would like won the Powerball or something. Cause I mean like I know I'm somewhat funny. The show doesn't really prove it. But uh I mean, I was just like, oh, okay. And then a lot of people for the YouTube video that I should have brought up earlier, <laughs> but I will again soon, um, a lot of people showed me a lot of love on the YouTube video, and yeah, Andrew the Booker, he, apparently he's noticed. And I was just like, I was fucking flattered, and so... Come Friday night, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. All I know is, like, okay, I have this set already It's set in stone that, I, of course, I could tweak. But I have to cut that. Like, that set is clearly, like, seven, eight minutes long. So how can I get three minutes out of that? And then I was, like, picking bits. I was like, oh, yes, make fun of my name because people don't know you. And, you know make those dad jokes, and, you know, top it off with the am I gay. (laughs) You know, I'm already telling you guys my set, but if you haven't seen the YouTube video, it's my second time doing stand-up ever on YouTube. A little seven, eight-minute bit, uh, seven, eight-minute set. Uh, Go show us some love, share it on your socials, all that good noise. But anyway, cutting to the chase. I got there on Friday, and Andrew was, like, outside waiting like I guess waiting for the show to start. Well, because there was an improv show going on when he was out there and I showed up and him and I just had a heart to heart and he was like, Yeah dude, you're really, really funny and you know, I think you you got you got potential and he was telling me all the spots to hit up for open mics and telling me to keep my eyes on the open on the website there, pnwcomedy.com, comedy dot com. If you guys ever want to go to future shows that I might be at <laughs> um, but no, I mean, him and I were having a heart to heart. He's saying like, "Yeah, dude, like, I figured, you know, I." He's like, "I only give opportunities." Like, he goes, "We're gonna start doing shows here more often." He goes, "But I, I feel like I, I, there are funny people that come here, so I want to give those people an opportunity to shine, and you're one of them." I'm like, "Oh man, like, you're just making, you're just making a brown guy blush over here, Andrew." <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, him and I had a really good heart to heart before we went inside and talked. And then came, like, we're like one of my old friends from that I've known since middle school ended up showing up, and it was good to see her and her husband. I haven't seen them in like 15 years. Uh, but no, then they showed up. And I said hi to them, and then Andrew took us all to the freaking dressing room and that was my first time ever really backstage at a comedy show so i was like <laughs> it was it was a unique experience for this guy and i was just like oh my god like am i I'm, I'm not allowed to be back here but i am like it's just so weird and like all the the host the other the girl comedian i forgot her name she was a very very sweet girl um and then Gabriel Redledge came and all hung out. We all hung out backstage, chatting it up, making jokes. And, you know, I got to kind of pick their brains a little bit on how this whole thing works because, you know, I'm very new to the process still, guys. I just started doing getting the hang of open mics, and now I'm doing my first show. So Gabriel was very, very sweet. It's funny. He was making jokes about himself. He freaking and it's funny as like as soon as he mentioned it, it was like oh yeah i could see that because he says he he gets stuff like he, people tell him he looks like dave grohl all the time and then he made like him uh, a jesus joke too because he looks like a like a crossover of dave grohl and jesus uh, Very, very funny dude I actually would recommend you guys go check him out He's got some YouTube videos out there I watched a bit when I got the email Because I I didn't know who the guy was But I watched a few minutes of his stuff And it it was funny But it was mainly crowd work at the beginning So And then I got distracted with my kid But uh, No, it was just a very, very fun night Talking with everybody Picking their brains Because I was telling them my issues Like I'm I'm only done my routine for a good two or three months now, and I'm already sick of it. (laughs) And they just started laughing. They're like, yeah, the host was telling me that he was going to New York next week to do a half hour that he's been working on for the last three years. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm going to have to keep repeating this stuff until I'm like totally for sure polished on this. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, of course, he's like, it's common, especially as a new comic, like, you're gonna, you're gonna get sick of it, but it's gonna have to come out more, and more, and more, and then you're gonna be like, okay, I'm good, I'm, and, I don't know, just picking their brains, and it was a lot, a lot of fun, and then come showtime, I was just, like, sitting there listening to the host, and he, he was doing pretty good, I mean, he, he's a good guy, he's a really, really sweet guy, and then, like, I forgot I told him to mention my podcast when bringing me out <laughs> this fucking podcast. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, I need to get more listeners. So maybe just say the host of the Still Waiting podcast. <laughs> he did. It was very, very nice. But I got to tell you guys, when he brought me up, it was just like, I don't, even, I don't even get nervous doing this shit anymore. Like, if you were to like, yeah, take me back like six months ago and tell me that'd be opening for a comedian on an actual show and not doing an open mic i would have said you were full of shit you are full of shit there's no possible way and it fucking happened but like i said three minutes fucking zoomed by like i felt like i was rushing my entire set but i did my set came off the booker andrew came back there and the host even like came back there and he's like dude that was an awesome job like, I was like, really? Like, I felt like I was just, like, speed, speed talking through my entire set. They're like, no, you did really, really, really good. You really made that three minutes yours. I was like, oh, man. like, <sighs> <laughs> I'm like, good Lord. Like, okay, so when am I going to shoot my hour already? No, I mean, good Lord. Coming up with an hour, that sounds like a nightmare right now. I'm Still a fresh comic here, guys. But... That was just an amazing night, and then I ended it with freaking watching Gabriel's set, which I gotta say, like he was fucking funny. Those YouTube videos didn't really do justice because, like, when I saw him in person, like he was, he was killing. His jokes were really, really funny. Had me, had me freaking smiling the entire time. Um, yeah, Gabriel Redledge, go check him out. Uh, maybe you can find some stuff on Comedy Central's website or. You can definitely find it on YouTube, though. Uh, but after the show, I said my goodbyes to everybody, and it's like, I got to go to a bar now. <laughs> it's like, I, I immediately went to, like, the nearest bar, which Alicia and I went to last month. And I just went by myself just to gather my thoughts on the night, and it was beautiful. And I was just, like, just sucking down whiskey sours well, not... Not a lot of them, guys. I don't recommend drinking and driving. I was a little buzzed when I left, but I do not condone it. It is not good for you. It's very, very stupid, especially doing it in Kaiser, of all places. I mean, I did the smart thing, though. I immediately just took back roads to I-5 and then zoomed home. (laughs) Um, But no, I mean, I went to that bar and just sat there enjoying Random Stranger's Company and oh the the bartender's so beautiful too. she's so gorgeous <laughs> drop dead gorgeous bartender, but of course your your boy doesn't fucking gawk only in his head, and then i'm you know i'm just i keep to myself I keep to myself I'm not the creepy guy, I'm just the guy riding a high after a comedy show, and God, that was just such a fucking blast, such a blast. I cannot wait to do it again. Andrew the Booker, I love you, bro. Like, that was a sweet one-on-one with you and kind of made me, lift, lifted my spirits because I was like, man, like, I need something. <laughs> I need something here, guys. My my podcast is, is barely taking off. My freaking comedy career is just starting and uh, I just need a reason to freaking get up in the morning. Other than my son, of course. But my night... Was somewhat ruined. Not by anything like horrible with me or anything like that. I got home and I checked the mail. And I was so pissed off when I got this. So pissed off. But I knew exactly what it was because it came from... What's the fucking place? The Circuit Court of the State of Oregon. (laughs) So, yeah, your boy got served with jury duty. And guess what the date is? March fucking 1st, my birthday, so I am telling you right now, if I get selected as a juror on my birthday, I am making sure that motherfucker is guilty, like, you ruined my day, I'm gonna ruin yours, <laughs> you fucking assholes, <laughs> but luckily for me, there is a there is an upside, my juror number is pretty high up there, so I'm hoping... I'm hoping to God they do not fucking call me. <laughs> it's just I'm gonna be so pissed off if I have to go into a freaking courtroom on my birthday, March first. Mark it on your calendars, guys, and send presents if you want. <sighs> because I'm really gonna need them after if if I fucking serve jury duty. I will say though, I have served as a juror before, and it is a lot more fun than I had thought it'd be. Like it was a lot of fun, although like. I was really hoping the girl would be guilty, but everything that they were throwing at us like the prosecutor wasn't really confident in her arguments the defendant the the defendant, her attorney, first off, she was smoking hot, and she was confident as fuck and it seemed like everything that they were throwing at this girl this this girl that they were trying to freaking get on a like a theft charge, it all seemed like circumstantial so <laughs> When we got back to the delegating room, I immediately kicked it off and said, I think she's not guilty. And everybody was like, yeah, I kind of second that. And I was like, yeah, the the defense, she is just like, she's, first off, she is a fucking smoke show. (laughs) And second, she's really, really confident. She actually looked like that bartender at the the bar. Oh, gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your guy, oh, your boy, is not a creep, not a creep, ladies, I am not a creep, I am not a crook, uh, I am not a creep, I just, you know, it's okay to stare, it's okay to freaking dream, but, but, <laughs> uh, now, I remember starting jur- jury duty, though, and I had a lot of fun, And it didn't take up most, it didn't take up all day, the entire day, like I thought it would. It took maybe four hours. Um, but I am going to be very, very pissed off. I am going to be so fucking pissed off if I have to serve jury duty on my birthday of all days. Um, that's just not cool, state of Oregon. I am very, very disappointed in you. I am actually going to probably. I don't know. I was gonna say I'm gonna go burn this in front of this little summons in front of Kate Brown's house, but what the hell would she do? She'd probably just say, "Wear a mask, you fruit." Um, sorry. I <laughs> uh, Just saw that. I, never mind. Ah, oh, boy. But yes, I'm still writing. I am. It's Sunday afternoon right now. Beautiful day outside, and I'm still writing the high from Friday for doing three minutes three minutes and gosh it's 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 unreal guys like how how much of a thrill I get out of doing this like I remember before I went to the show I went I was going to have coffee with my dad and my uncle and my dad asked me he's like it's almost like he 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 shows support in such a in a backhanded way (laughs) (laughs) He kind of gives me this, like, disgusted look. He's like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, uh, because I like it. But (laughs) he's like, no, I support you. But it's just like, he's he's like, I just don't get it. I'm like, yeah, you're really not going to get it. It's just, I find, uh, I get a kick out of making people laugh. And I'm finding out that I like being on stage making people laugh. (laughs) And then he's just like, oh, okay, well, have fun. I'm like, yeah, I will. Um, but no, it was such a blast. And I cannot wait to do it again. I'm trying to find open mics. I think eventually, because I was talking to somebody from one of those swiping apps, I'm not going to name them, but she was telling me that she wants me to come down to Eugene and do open mics with her because she does open mics. Eugene, and I was like, yeah, whatever, I I would love to do comedy anywhere, just name the city, and I'll try to be there in my shitty fucking focus, Uh, but yeah, that was so much fun, I'm still just smiling like a freaking, like I just got laid or something, like just that cheesy ass smile, (laughs) Um. In other news, though, oh my god, why, I gotta ask, like, are Koreans just better at everything than, like, are they better than us at everything, like, including filmmaking and shows, and because, okay, I noticed it on Parasite, because that is a Fucking awesome movie. That is a great movie. It's one of those movies that is so great that you can only watch it once, though. You can't re- you can't watch it really twice and it have the same effect. Kind of like Joker. Um but the f- Parasite's so fucking good. And then Squid Game. Squid Game's fucking incredible. And like that was just such an, a unique story and just it was great storytelling in like what eight episodes and now i am almost done i've started watching the show the other day and i am almost done now because it's 13 episodes and they're long episodes some of them will be like an hour almost an hour and a half or something and it's called all of us are dead it's a zombie show fuck the walking dead the walking dead i hate it anyway like i only got two episodes and i'm like this show is so fucking dumb it's a glorified zombie movie but all of us are dead it's like koreans do zombies so much better so much better and oh my god like these zombies also have the sonic gene so you know i'd be fucked if that were the case like they they freaking run, and they, they are not slow, <laughs> like, the show is so good, though, and I gotta say, guys, and I'm not developing a fetish here, but there are gorgeous women in Korea, like, <laughs> like, Parasite proved it, I mean, the mom on Parasite's so fucking hot, I thought she was, like, so gorgeous, and uh, well, the rich mom, that's what I the rich mom on Parasite, like, and then a couple girls on the Squid Game, like the main girl, and then the the girl that was ended up, like, following her around in the Marbles Game, like, the girl that ended up dying in the Marbles Game with her, those two girls were gorgeous, not the freaking crazy lady, she reminded me of my mom, <laughs> uh, but my god, on this show, all of us are dead, I swear, like, there's like every other girl is gorgeous, and I'm almost certain they're above eighteen, guys. Just so you know, like Asian women, they look like they are nineteen, but they're like forty five. It's nuts. They have some sort of gene, not besides the Sonic gene. And not only that, on this show, on this show, even some of the men are handsome. I'll fucking say it. Like I think they went to a supermodeling agency. And just picked out the best fucking, the best looking Koreans in all of the land. There, they probably even search North Korea. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I'm telling you, like chiseled jawlines and freaking, they just they they're handsome. They're handsome dudes. There are quite a few fucking ugly uggos, but <laughs> I mean, not really in the women's side though. There's like almost every girl on that show is very very attractive. In their own way. I'm just... It's not a fetish, guys. I'm just saying. (laughs) They're they're just... They're good-looking people. There's an exception like Bobby Lee, who's a comedian. And if you look him up, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about when you see him. He is uh, an exception to Korea. (laughs) He's a very, very unique-looking and acting individual. But he's very, very funny. Uh... (laughs) But no, you guys have to check out All of Us Are Dead. They It is such a good show. And like I said, I would be fucked. I would immediately get eaten alive by those zombies because, like, they, like I said, they have the sonic gene. They are super fast. And yeah, I mean, my fat ass couldn't run that fast <laughs> until I turned into a zombie. But yes, definitely go check out that show. It's a great, great show. Korea, South Korea, especially. Keep doing great work, because good lord, I mean, I've just, I've just now noticed you guys in like the last year or two because of Parasite and like Squid Squid Game. Great, great shows, and now you even did one better with this one. Like, like I said, America sucks at zombies. I think we are the creators of zombies. But we suck at zombies. I think the only good zombie movie I've seen in the last 20 years... Maybe... Not even the first Resident Evil. The second one was way better. Um, Yeah, probably the second Resident Evil. That one was a good one. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, maybe? But I don't know. Just... We... We as America suck at zombies now. Korea, you deserve the zombie genre. That's all yours now because you guys killed it with this show. So, again, go check it out. All of us are dead. Now, before we get into Angel's Corner, I gotta talk a little sports, 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 sports. Oh, boy. Last week, I didn't, like... Because, I mean, I I don't really have much to talk about this week. (laughs) When I was recording last week, I was watching the Rams game, and the Rams fucking did it. They beat... Who did they beat? Who did they beat? Oh, my God. Why am I... Oh, the 49ers. The 49ers didn't belong there. But the Rams were still having trouble with them. But they did it. They fucking beat them. And now it's going to be the Bengals and the Rams. Oh, my god guys, like what a week for sports has been. I'm going to get into that with Angel's Corner because I know he sent me some stuff and you guys probably know what I'm talking what I'm going to talk about now that I said that. But uh what a great Super Bowl. I mean, we are not getting Tom Brady. We aren't getting the Seahawks. We aren't getting the Packers. We aren't getting Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, thank God, Uh, we aren't getting the Chiefs, we aren't getting the Patriots, we are getting the Bengals versus the Rams, had anybody called that, that game for the Super Bowl, they'd be a fucking billionaire probably by now, like if, you off like a hundred dollar bet, because good lord, I mean, the Rams and the Bengals, two teams that were, like, no names until maybe three weeks ago when the playoffs started. But I am so excited because not only that, like, I just know it's going to be a good game. I don't know who to root for. I'm probably, I do not care who wins because I want to say Stafford deserves it because he was with the Lions for so long and that's the reason he didn't go to the playoffs or if he made the playoffs lost in the first round. So I want to say he deserves it. But on the other hand, you got freaking Macaulay Culkin, uh, Joe Burrow, who is a fucking awesome quarterback and somehow turned the Bengals around in a two-year period. I'm like, okay, how, I mean, how? And who do I go for? <laughs> like, everybody wants to root for the Bengals and I, I, I don't know. I don't really care who wins right now, guys. I might change my mind next week. But then again, I think I'm going to record after the Super Bowl. So I'll have a lot to talk about then. About the Super Bowl, about the game, about the... Maybe about the halftime show, even though I probably do not want to watch that. It's going to be lame as fuck. If you ask me, because I think... Performances and commercials for the Super Bowl have gone fucking lame. Everything is political. Everything is politicized. We do not care. We just want to watch the goddamn game. We don't care about what your political beliefs are. We don't care if you say Black Lives Matter. No shit. Look at them on the field. They they look pretty privileged to me. They freaking are millionaires playing a game. I don't know. I'm just saying, guys. Like I'm not meaning to sound racist in any way. I'm just saying. When you bring that white privilege shit... It, it, I don't know. I'm getting political. I should just sh- should just shut up or Shut up before you freaking get crucified like Joe Rogan. That's another thing. Good lord, really ever since Joe Rogan fucking went to Spotify, it's like the world everybody's trying to crucify him for something. I mean, they totally defamed him for saying he saying he took horse dewormer when he had covid and when he just took ivermectin and it's available at all stores. Um and he took all these supplements, and he beat COVID in like two days. It's fucking Joe Rogan. Okay, and then freaking... Oh, and then he has a controversial episode where the doctor who has like nine patents on the MR, mRNA uh, vaccines is flat out saying these vaccines don't work. They're fucking full of shit. Oh, man, crucify Joe Rogan. Oh, now Neil Young. Who? wants to quit Spotify like okay fuck Neil Young I don't give a shit I never listened to one Neil Young song and now he's being like thrown to the wolves again because he said the n-word okay I was young one point at one point guys I mean I did stupid shit I'm I've said the n-word I will flat out tell you you don't have to fucking dig up anything on me because I don't think I have any recordings of me saying it but I have said the n-word and I didn't mean it in a hateful way. I was just a being a fucking retard. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, now you're going to crucify Joe Rogan for saying something along those lines. Or, I don't know, just get a fucking life, people. And if you're going to attack somebody, you better be squeaky fucking clean. You better be spotless. Because now Joe Rogan has every right to go back on you and dig up anything out of your past whether you shit shit on Asians, whether you fucking hate Koreans, uh, whether you think Muslims should die or Christians should be crucified, I don't, like, you better be fucking clean, so I'm just saying, like, Joe Rogan is the man, there's a reason Spotify paid him so much money, because they knew his podcast would bring in listenership, and that it has, That, that podcast is revolutionary, and Joe Rogan shouldn't apologize. He was he did something stupid. Who fucking cares? Urgh. Why? Are, why? Why is the world so? Never mind. <laughs> I almost said something. <laughs> I almost slipped up. You guys are about to cancel me next week because of what I was about to say. Uh, you know what? I'm going to stop here. I'm gonna stop recording here, and when I come back, we will do Angels Corner. Again, quit crucifying Joe Rogan, but I'll be right back. And I am back. Hopefully you guys didn't miss me too long. Uh, I, I I just saw that angels, what angels sent. He didn't send me a bunch, so I could have done it all in one segment. But I think it was nice to take a break anyways, because I needed, my mouth was drying up, and just needed to take a sip of something and just unwind for a bit. Before I got into Angel's Corner. All right. Angel Banuelos. Banuelos. My main man. Helps me out with the show tremendously. You guys know it because I say it in the intro to his corner every time. He helps me out. And the offer is still up there. Come on, listeners. Help the guy out. Help the guy out. Is there something you want to know? What I think? Uh, Any advice you want me to give? Any... I don't know, just anything, just help the guy out, <laughs> that's all I ask, you can reach me on my Twitter, my Instagram, whatever, ask a question, uh, see how I'm doing, I don't know, <laughs> all right, let's get into Angel's corner, Angel Banuelos. all right, so he sends me a qu- question, all right, do you think your life would be different if you were 4 inches taller? Yes. Do you think it would be different if you were 4 inches shorter? Yes. And I there is one sole thing that would be different and that would be women. <laughs> women like tall guys, Angel. If I was 4 inches taller, I'm sure I would get more ladies. I mean, I don't I'm not drowning in anything right now. But if I were 4 inches taller, maybe. If I was four inches shorter I would definitely have a drought going on right now because women seem to have this little uh I don't know if it's like a preliminary thing where it's just like you have to be six feet tall and I am luckily six feet six foot one uh so I luck out there but I mean not by much uh, but, I mean, if I was four inches taller, I'd be able to play basketball probably a little bit better. I'd probably be, I'd if I were as big as I am now and four inches taller, I'd probably be, probably be in the NFL. Uh, let's see here. What else would change if I was a little bit taller? Uh, I'd be able to reach stuff. I'd be able to see better at a concert, even though I don't have really much of a problem right now. Uh... If I was four inches shorter, I would definitely be fucked in the concert thing. Uh, If I was four inches shorter, though, definitely a big drought. And I'd probably be four inches shorter, but probably a bigger nerd. I don't know. I'm just saying, nerdy guys seem short to me. But there are tall nerdy guys, too, I will say. Um, But, yeah, I really... Can't really explain much on height thing. I don't, I mean Are there real, women, women are height supremacists <laughs> I was gonna say, are there any height supremacists? Oh yeah, women Women are height supremacists <clears throat> Next question Do you think it is comical when everyday people who work normal jobs Or maybe not working at all Wear $300 Gucci slides? Uh, Yeah, I do I think it's very comical People think uh, making a fashion statement is very, very important, and people like people in my situation who don't who really just make ends meet still buy useless shit like Gucci slides <laughs> like that. That is re- retarded, so stupid. Oh, and he sent me a thing. Or do you think it's your money? And do you do you uh, you think it's your money and do what you want? Uh, absolutely. People should have the freedom to do whatever the hell they want with their money. I mean, you also are bound to get judged by people like me and people like Angel who think it's stupid. Like, it, it is stupid to waste your money on $300 Gucci slides. And it looks like a sandal. It looks like a freaking Adidas sandal. That's $300. Oh, God why would you spend $300 on that let you can get a freaking a good pair for 20 bucks maybe um oh angel sorry dude oh yeah, yeah that's right I forgot to mention angel did ask if I had already started the podcast and yes I did uh sorry angel no big deal and you don't have to apologize for anything it's fine you sent me what you could and I'm going to make the most of it and try to do an hour. Uh, But yeah, $300 Gucci slats, come on, people. You can do whatever you want with your money, but I will judge you. People will judge you, especially the people closest to you that know your money situations, and then see that you waste it on useless shit like that. So stupid. All right, and it's official. Tom Brady has retired. Tom Brady has officially announced his retirement from the NFL on Instagram after 22 amazing seasons. All right. I've spent a good chunk of my life hating on Tom Brady. Like, I liked him in the beginning when, you know, 9-11 happened and the Patriots were the team to root for. Uh, But, you know, I rooted for him for a bit. And then I just started noticing, like, okay, is this guy ever going to go away? Because a quarterback usually lasts about eight years eight to 10 years, a good quarterback. But then you have like Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, who are past 15 years easily. And all of them, except for Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady until now have officially retired. But Tom Brady has retired. And I will say, I will not shit on the guy because Okay, the guy has won, and he, like I said, I think at the very beginning of this podcast, he officially goes down as the greatest quarterback of all time, just because the Super Bowl rings, and however many seasons he's played, 22. um, That's incredible. A guy that's like 45, 44 or 45, and playing that long and taking a sack, and taking hits, throwing the ball still as accurately as he does. And, like, okay, like, he is the greatest of all time. So, congratulations to Tom Brady for finally retiring. Like, it, need, it needed to happen. I'm sure Giselle's probably super happy. And so is your son, because he probably misses your kisses. But, okay, I will not shit on Tom Brady anymore. But, <laughs> it's just it's just weird. But... You know, you love your kid. It's just a weird way to show, show your kid love. Um, when they're, like, 13. Anyway. Now, congratulations, Tom Brady. You are seriously the man. And uh, I'm sure you will be missed in football. But the thing is, like, you just got to think about the future now. If the future now is, like, Josh Allen, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Justin Herbert... Who else you got? You got freaking, oh, yeah, Joe Burrow. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, oh, Mac Jones out of the Patriots. Yeah, like football is going to be just fine without Tom Brady. But his records are going to be almost nearly impossible to beat. So Tom Brady, congratulations again on retiring. You're retiring as the greatest of all time. Okay, be happy with that. Uh, enjoy retirement, just sit and, just sit down and watch football, like the rest of us now, <laughs> you can analyze it too, just like we all pretend to, alright, moving on, after nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns, Texas Chainsaw Massacre premieres February 18th, Angel asks will you be watching this, of fucking lootly? if you guys haven't seen the trailer, go watch the trailer, it's on YouTube, I'm not the biggest Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan, but damn, that looks good. That movie or show looks good. And Leatherface looks terrifying. Looks absolutely terrifying. I am so stoked for February 18th. And I just, I I love horror, guys. I do love horror. But, you know, Michael Myers has my heart. And Leatherface doesn't. But who knows? Maybe this show will do it for me. It looks great. The previews look intense. Make it look intense. And I'm just very very excited to watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know if I'm going to be watching it on February 18th, but I'm going to try. Alright. McDonald's restaurants in Japan are starting to ration French fries due to unusual potato supply chain issues all over the globe. World's world potato shortage impacting mcdonald's french fries um that sucks man Uh, i mean it's no surprise in joe biden's america and joe biden's world that that would be happening i mean good lord everything is just falling apart and look who's who's got the freaking the the codes to the nuclear the the nukes joe biden what a uh now we gotta worry about French fries. I mean, not only French fries, but McDonald's French fries. Some of the best french fries you'll ever have when they're cooked and not stale. Um that sucks. No, I mean that just means I guarantee it, a large will probably be in a kid's package now. A large fry. While I don't know, the kids fry will probably be like two fries. That sucks. <clears throat> um, Angel also threw in, there is a hot Cheetos shortage because some of the ingredients are still at shore with the shipping boats, and we'll, it'll be a while until we get hot Cheetos again, don't believe me, then look around the stores and try to find hot Cheetos, not the puffs, but Cheetos, but Cheetos, um, that sucks, I do like flaming hot Cheetos, but I, I mean, I don't go out of my way to find them, uh, that's, that's a little weird though, I mean, it is huh? what kind of ingredients are still at the the shipping or in the shipping boats uh, well for you hot cheetahs enthusiasts i'm sorry but go get puffs while you're at it those are still good too all right and then he throws in bad news for bodybuilders and fitness enthusiasts as you already know from my Global previous or from my previous updates, there is a global shortage of creatine monohydrate and supply of raw material to manufacturers is virtually non existent now. With supply so low uh, and booming demand, the price per kilo has almost tripled from what it was back in April. Welcome to Joe Biden's America, people. Things that were so readily available are now in demand, and short supply, like, uh, (laughs) I don't know what to say anymore, like, you can't, you cannot talk about these things and not get political, it's just like, huh, you mean for the last four years, like, Trump had everything under control, gas was kind of becoming manageable to pay for, creatine was affordable, hot Cheetos were readily available at any store, French fries, we didn't have a French fry problem, but no, within the last year, the cost of everything has gone up, housing, you get a fixer-upper for $300,000 now, uh, which is so sad, because I remember fixer-uppers were less than 100 grand, like what, 10, 15 years ago, and yeah, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what to think anymore. Uh, when it comes to all the shit that's been going on in the world, it's just you just have to point the finger. You just have to po- work and point the finger. Alright. <clears throat> then he sends me an article. Honeymoon in space. Bro- Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Peltz to splash $400,000 on Virgin Galactic trip to celebrate wedding. Do you think... If someone who gets married in space is a great story to tell. Wait, what? Do you think if someone who gets married in space is a great story to tell and would be epic? Or is this just overkill and make you want to say, yes, we know you're rich. Definitely the latter. We get it. You don't have to do that crazy shit. I mean, I don't plan on ever getting married again, but, you know, if the right girl comes along and makes me want to get married to her, and, like, I somehow win, like, billions of dollars, I would never, ever fucking go to space to get married. I will, the next, if I ever plan on getting married, I don't give a shit what my living situation's like. If I'm raking in the dough, if I am, if I'm poor as fuck, I am just doing a courthouse wedding. Like, ugh, just, when you have to, when you spend money on that kind of shit, it's just, it's so stupid, like, the when I got married, what, what year, okay, 11 years ago, wow, 11 years ago, um, when I got married 11 years ago, our wedding was like $3,000, and we were fucking piss poor, and we were just, no, not piss poor, we were just poor as fuck, <laughs> but, this poor is about attitude uh, but no, I mean, three thousand dollars was outrageous for like the venue for our my suit, my tuxedo, her dress, the catering the we didn't really do catering uh, what the fuck did we what else did cost them three wasn't that uh. Oh yeah, the party supply rentals, the freaking flowers, all that shit. And three thousand dollars was outrageous. These people I don't know. A three thousand I mean, if if they have that much money, like I don't know. Our our wedding was nice too. Even though it didn't go as planned, our wedding was pretty nice. Just spend three thousand dollars. You're fun like you'll thank me later. (laughs) You'll still have, I don't know, $390,000, 97000 left. You can go fucking, go buy a watch and go buy useless shit. Oh, and there's more in that article. <clears throat> Brooklyn Beckham and, oh, okay. Brooklyn Beckham and his fiance, Nicola Peltz, could be spending their honeymoon in space following reports that their friends will buy them a, Galat, a, Gal, a Virgin Galactic Trip. The photographer 22 and the billionaire Harris 27 are set to tie the knot in a lavish ceremony on April 9th, and their wealthy friends are allegedly close to splashing $535,000 on the interstellar flights as the ultimate wedding present. A source told the Mirror between his family and Nicholas, it's easy to get them on Richard Branson's first VIP space flight. The cost would be a drop in the ocean <sighs> I wish I could be like that. I mean, not spending on stupid shit like that, but I just wish money wasn't a problem <laughs> money's not really a problem for me I'm, I'm I can at least pay the bills and fucking I have a roof over my head. I have a piece of shit car I'm okay, <laughs> I'm totally fine. Just the thought of having five hundred thirty-five thousand dollars at my in my hands would be like that would be life changing to me. That'd be so life changing to me. I wouldn't even buy a house or anything. I would just honestly just pay off my debts, pay my bills, and then just maybe chill out at my apartment for like a year. Maybe pay a couple of years of rent so I can just like chill. Maybe work for a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I would, I'd be uh, $535,000. You bastards. You people are bastards. I don't hate the rich people, by the way. It's just, I wish I could be in their shoes. All right. Do you like the new Redskins name? Oh, God. Uh, Introducing the Washington Commanders. There was talk about this that, I I don't remember where I heard it, but they were talking about they were going to have some sort of military name. They had said it a couple months ago, like, it was either going to be, like, the commanders or the generals or, I don't know, the sergeants, the lieutenant, the Washington lieutenants, and the Washington command... I don't know. I They'll forever be the Redskins to me. I don't give a fuck. Like No Native Americans were offended by the Redskins, okay? I mean, they might have been. Who knows? <laughs> I'm speaking on out of my own ignorance here, but nobody really gave a shit except for the freaking PC liberal people, the PC police, the people that want to freaking correct everything because it's offensive. Oh God. I'm, they're still going to be the Redskins to me. I'm going to call them the Redskins. I don't give a shit if they're the commanders or if the, if they're the generals. That's no, that's not who you were. Like you guys started as the Redskins. You're going to forever be the Redskins. And then, I think he ended... Oh, and then he showed me... Yeah, people say this is the new mascot, and it's the Cobra Commander from G.I. Joe. If that's true... Like, when he sent the picture, I didn't know... Like, I knew the character, I just didn't know where it was from. Because I knew Family Guy had done a thing with the Cobra Commander. Um, That's hilarious, though, if that is the mascot that'd be really really funny Uh, I mean it'd make sense if it were the mascot because it's Cobra Commander Um, but I still think they should have an Indian nearby just saying although it'd be hilarious to see Cobra Commander do like backflips and uh, mess with the crowd and react to missed field goals or made field goals or touchdowns or whatever mascots are always funny to watch jesus all right and angel ends on this one what's the strangest thing that's ever happened to you that you can't explain logically that when you send me questions like that i i just i i cannot think i cannot think the only thing that didn't really happen to me i don't know and it's not even a situation like it's not even like a It was just a strange thing that happened when my ex-wife and I were on a drive, a really late night drive. We just decided, we we used to do that as like, as a, to pass the time, just enjoy each other's company and like, we didn't want to be at home, so we just went on drives and there was one night, oh my God, it was so fucking creepy. We went, uh, uh, towards Malala, Oregon, and we took the highway from Woodburn to Malala there, the little country highway. And it was so stormy out. So, uh... It was just, it was a crazy night to, to go on a drive. But it's pitch black outside. I had my high beams on the entire time. And we're the only car out there. And we all of a sudden see a figure in the distance. And this was a big figure, like a really big figure. Like, you know, it was a person. It had to have been a person. Wouldn't be anything else. But it looked like no joke. And, I mean, she can she can say it, too. This looked like the Rob Zombie version of Michael Myers with his hair in his face and... I think he... I swear to God he was wearing a jumpsuit even. But he had a bag in his hand. And he was just drenched. Had his hair in his face, just walking. Had a bag in his hand. And it looked like... No joke. It looked like there could have been a head in there. It wasn't bloody, though. But as we were approaching it, it just became more eerie and more creepy. And, like, the guy was just walking. On the road. I had to, like... Sw- change lanes just to freaking go around him but we were like almost panicking like just like oh shit did that guy just kill somebody like does he have a head in his bag it was creepy he just i I couldn't explain it I could not exp- I couldn't logically explain that but it was in the middle of the night and it was just a very eerie situation I just, I still think about it from time to time, and I'm, I'm like, we didn't know whether to call the police. We were just kind of at a shock, just because like the how huge the guy was. The guy was fucking massive. He made me look like freaking Hornswoggle. And for those of you that don't know, Hornswoggle is a, a character and a midget and uh, from WWE, but. <laughs> Uh, just a big fucking burly dude and the longest hair, just, I don't remember if he was walking towards us or if he was walking along the, with us, uh, which direction he was going, but I just remember seeing like just the long hair, the big, like just a big burly dude and carrying the the bag. And, it, it, I mean, I don't know, It's just, I couldn't, I could not explain it. Uh, I mean, I know that question, though, alone is probably thinking more of something along the lines of, like, supernatural stuff, and that that's not really a supernatural thing. But I think I'm just, like, I was, like, did we honestly just drive by a guy that, like, killed somebody? And, I mean, who knows? You never know who you walk by or drive by and... Uh, if if they've murdered anybody or if they've committed a heinous crime, you never know, but that I mean like i said that that was the only thing that I can think of that I still think of to this day because I've never really had anything supernatural happen to me. I've heard of people that have well, you know what now that i'm now that I'm saying this, I just remembered of a drive that. Alicia and I went on. Alicia and I went on a drive and we went over to the Xena church, you know because it was very known for having uh, people visit in the middle of the night because they were there was like talk of you could see spirits and you can see sh- the craziest shit if you went to the Xena church in the middle of the night. I remember Alicia and I went on a drive out there and we took pictures, just chilling outside. Not, I don't think we were chilling outside. We were just in our car smoking cigarettes and whatnot. We just decided to take pictures. And you could see orbs in the pictures. That was crazy. I guess that's something I, I could have said instead of the freaking Michael Myers killer. Uh, but yeah, I guess both of those situations are just, I just cannot explain logically. All right, Angel. Thank you, sir. That was a great in a short and sweet. Angel's Corner. Angel Banuelos. Thank you, sir. Again, the offer is always out there for anybody and everybody to help out. If you want to ask me some crazy questions or like I said, if you need advice, I'll give you some advice. Give me your story. I'll I'll tell you what to do. I don't know if you want to listen, but <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you, Angel. Love you, bro. And I am going to get out of here and get my house cleaned up, get my uh, Halloween movies ready because somebody's coming over to come hang out and we are gonna watch some scary movies because this was at her request. so um, I thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you guys next week. have a good week, have a good work week, and I will yeah talk to you next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Still Waiting Podcast. Please do not forget to go like, share, and subscribe to the show and go review it. Let me know how I'm doing. It means nothing to you, but it means everything in the world to me. Um, but thank you guys. Take care.